0: And now, the right reasons. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm Dave Jacoby. And I'm still freaking loving Ladies of London. I love that show. I have to tell you something I watched it like two and a half times. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> you didn't tell me this before. You just wanted to come up with this confession on the pod. I forgot. These well, are if my anybody confessions. Had, uh, if anybody had 20 seconds into the first thing, embarrassing thing Juliet says, then you win. <laughs> and if you had 26 seconds into the first time she sings, you win.
0: That's a really good song, Confessions by Esher. Confessions part song. two, actually. Anyway, I started watching it and I got distracted. So I had to start at work to like mm-hmm. be a true professional for this podcast. Good. Then I started watching it again, really paying attention. So that's like a total of one time. And then uh, my friend came over and we were watching a documentary that was really boring, so we switched to *Ladies of London and I was like, sure, sure let just why not? over. why not? Let's just ride, the ride it mind. out. Yeah. So my tea was high, but it was on. Did
1: you pretend... That you hadn't seen it before. No. Uh, you were like, "I've was, seen this four times, but I love it so much; of fifth will work."
0: I was truthful, so it's actually only two times, not two and a half. But that's like a really stupid amount of times to watch *Ladies of London*. Except it's great; it's my favorite reality Look, show right now. you take this
1: podcast very seriously, and I appreciate that, and so do the listeners.
0: Yeah, thanks. So, not this, only that, is
1: we had like a, we had a couple of threads going on about *Ladies of London* research. Oh, like, there was some so juicy much. stuff out there.
0: So much. I mean, let's talk about the show, and then i will talk about the research. Start with the show first. Okay, Yeah. Good. So, um, main—I I don't even know what the main plot was, but a big one was. June Julie, she was meeting with investors to um, give her money for her Jub Balls business. Mm, what does "Jub" stand for? Julie's unbelievable balls.
1: No, I believe it's unbelievable balls.
0: Oh, which is better? Are you right? sure?
1: I'm not sure.
0: I don't think she's that smart. I, well, listen,
1: you watched it seven times, so you probably know better <laughs> than me. But I think it's—I think it is actually Julie's unbelievable balls.
0: Okay, that's still really bad. What? I kind of like it. You do?
1: Yeah, I know it... that you wrote on the rundown that it's the worst name of history of branding, so I it wanted to go the other way. Jub. You know what I mean? This is like first take.
0: Jub sounds like a, like a sound that you make to your baby when they're in the bath and like splashing water. Jub
1: is not is not a good sound. It just no. doesn't work. It sounds like a really, really bad horror movie. What was that? Chubbs? What's Ch-
0: horror movie? I don't know. I get too scared of horror movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. Um, It sounds like an underwater sound to me. Chud
1: creature from the uh. underground or something
0: <laughs> when like you're underwater like you have a snorkel on and, like you can only kind of hear things like job job job
1: job job yeah that's what happening. it sounds like that's a good point <laughs> like someone screaming at you like shark shark yeah. all your years like job 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 job, job, job jump, <laughs> jump. and then you get eaten by a shark
0: job 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 um So that's a really bad name and she just um, doesn't seem to be that sharp to me <laughs>
1: That To say the least, that's the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever said. Because I like her. It's not her. even a compliment. It's an insult, but it's the nicest thing you've ever said. She, I
0: like her, so I don't want to flat out doesn't seem
1: that her. sharp to me. You, <laughs> that translation, she's dumb.
0: Would you invest in her business?
1: Absolutely not. They don't even look good. No. I think they're supposed to be like... <clears throat> The things that you like buy food, after every you yoga. work out, after you work out, they sell these things at the gym and you're like, you don't feel like having a burger immediately after working out to cancel it all out. So you're like, oh, let me fill my tummy with something healthy job. But I just feel like she's not going to be in a leadership position in that market. It's already it's already full and the people have a long advantage in terms of branding and product.
0: Uh yeah, and, and she
1: literally like makes them in her kitchen, right? You know, what like, I mean? it's just not she scalable. Didn't,
0: she, didn't, she didn't indicate she had any sense of scale for this <laughs> yes, business, exactly. And like, it, it seems like the kind of food that you don't want to have preservatives in it. So I don't know how big it can really get because you don't want it to like be shipped overseas, sitting yes. in a shipping container. And she has
1: one tiny oven. Like, like really, how I big think can she this did, get? She
0: did move it out of her house. Good she's, good, good, she's using like an industrial kitchen, but she does a lot of the cooking at home, and. She just does. I I would just not invest. Also, the other really weird thing to me was the first person I mean, it was for TV, but the first person she called after finding out the investors were in was Annabelle and not her husband. Well, do the of course. Hus- do the husbands of this TV show exist? exist?
1: They do not. They absolutely do not. There are no husbands on this television show. It kind
0: of makes me respect them. Like, shout out to them for refusing to be on the show. Like, if, they're, yes. if they are real business people, they don't want to, like, pull a Mauricio and like, be a side character of their woman. I think Mauricio show.
1: makes a lot of money from being on that show, though. I think people seek out Mauricio as a real estate agent. I think that his business got a bump from the show, to be honest with you.
0: I guess that's true, but I don't respect him, like, in life. Like, I do believe it's probably good for his business. You don't but
1: respect Mauricio in life.
0: I'm not... I'm not sure that I do. I've seen
1: you hover around Mauricio at a party. Okay.
0: <laughs> just hover. I to get just the like scene. within striking
1: distance. You were like 12 feet away, not your body language was away from him, but you would check was, like, in on him and you, you would know if he left. Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm a, I'm a big monitor at parties. Like, I'm like, oh, I like, I like case the room with my eyes or whatever.
1: But you'll make it not seem like you're like monitoring somebody, but they will be monitored.
0: Sure. So I'm okay. a stalker. As keep, keep that in mind. W- once again, learned on this podcast. Um. Well, Anyway, jo- Julie's husband didn't show up. There's just no, there's just no husbands. There it's so no husbands. weird. It's a
1: husbandless society. And then
0: Sophie, who is a sister-in-law of Caroline Stanberry. I wish it was Stansberry. I feel like it sounds name- a little more
1: British with a Stansberry. Yeah,
0: and like Goldsberry. Stansberry. Sophie Stanberry
1: sounds pretty good, though.
0: Yeah, so Sophie Stanberry married into the Stanberry family. She married Caroline's brother. And she had a birthday party at a Mexican restaurant. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Mexican food in London? They're really far from Mexico.
1: They're very, very far from Mexico, <laughs> but London does have like really good Jamaican food and really good Indian right, food so and things like that because they food. have they they have sort of like figured it out. But I think Mexican food, if it's fine, it's good. Sure. You know what I mean? Like it can really only be bad. Like I feel like if it's okay, Mexican food is still great food. You know what I mean? Sure. Then it's hard to mess up like chips and dip. You know what I mean? Oh. And some refried beans.
0: Queso, really hard to mess up. Show me a queso you don't like and I'll be shocked.
1: I really enjoy this establishment, but I will never, ever, ever order the Tom's Urban Diner queso again.
0: Interesting. It
1: was awful.
0: Huh. Tom's Urban had a lot of like good small share plates, too. We so. have another
1: podcast called Food News, which you can subscribe to on iTunes, where this conversation belongs. <laughs> Sorry. Back to Ladies of London. <laughs> Not only is Jub going to fail... But like, we are watching the collapse of Caroline Stanbury's Gift library right before our eyes. Gift library. But one thing I think about, have we talked about this in the podcast before, that the first thing that comes to mind whenever I hear about her business is I think that she like saw Pippa Middleton's family business uh-huh. and was like, oh, I'll just do that.
0: But they have a party planning business, and they're very it's, successful. Oh, like,
1: I always imagine it was like a 99 cent like party no. supply store. <laughs> no,
0: they're like event planners. Oh,
1: that, like, you can make that much money being event
0: planners? I don't know. They somehow figured it out. I guess for the rich people, yeah, the Middletons are doing great. I freaking love that family.
1: There's huge margins in that business too. Like once you get to the upper upper echelons, like I want to have like a birthday party for my two year old. Cool, one point five million dollars. Like okay, yeah. Then you you then you spend two hundred thousand on it and blow everyone's mind.
0: If the Middletons like if if Kate and William ever get divorced, which I hope they don't. Whoa,
1: you don't you don't do that.
0: Uh, well, Charles Charles and Diana Diana did. Sure sure did. (laughs) There's precedent now. Anyway, if the Middletons are ever like not royal, they'd be. Perfect for reality TV. Oh
1: yeah! Oh yeah! So
0: good. They got Definitely. three kids, all very attractive. They're like new money. Love it. Oh, it now I'm just...
1: rooting for them to get divorced, but I know. they have to get divorced soon because no one cares about like the you know the. I'll the, always care. Yeah, they're all, yeah, I know you will. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, so gift library is failing, and um, we're kind of watching it slowly. But uh, because Caroline is actually rich and famous, you can Google her, Mm -hmm. and then you get like the full story of how her business, like they they call it, going into administration, which is here going into bankruptcy,
1: bankruptcy. But I think it's all not just bankruptcy, which is sort of like can be used as like a little corporate trick to like revitalize your business. I think the administration is like you no longer have any control or stake, and lawyers figure out what to do with the assets. It's
0: like a true liquidation. Yes,
1: I think bankruptcy. There's still a little bit of hope, you know. Sure. I mean, like GM, like was, GM was once bankrupt and now look at it But I think and 50 like, Cent yes and 50, 50 <laughs> Cent also bankrupt and now look at it it looks great so there's basically like General Motors 50 Cent the gift library all the exact same
0: <laughs> but meanwhile the company's like going out of business and Caroline was supposedly just like on the ski slopes in the Alps like not caring yes. while her company of 50 people according to the Daily Mail we should just say so who knows? You veracity. don't believe the I usually do, but I just want to.
1: It's every once in a while you read a headline with a typo, or just like it's some facts wrong. You're just like, wait a second, guys.
0: Did anyone like, read this? I feel like they do this on purpose. Almost they're just like, whatever. We have so much yes. content. Is anyone really reading this? Like, yeah, yeah for real. How many people are going to see this? This typo, and this mistake. Um, but yeah, so Caroline is uh, like just you know off the rails. And she also is still being quite mean in this episode. But
1: it's also, to me, it's like they have, you know... As, as someone with entrepreneurial aspirations and everybody with entrepreneurial aspirations are listening to this podcast, it just has these ideas and they're just like, God, if I just had like the seed money, like One if I just, idea. you know what I mean? If I just had the like financial net that I could walk out on this trapeze rope, but in they and both Jubb and the gift library have more than a net. Like they've got a huge foam pit underneath them of like all the money in the world they could possibly want just to sort of break even with their <laughs> ideas. And still they can't run successful businesses. Wouldn't
0: it be hilarious if Jubb Saved the old English Manor, Mapperton, as Julie is claiming. Yes, like that would be hilarious if like some crappy ass balls that you get at your yeah, at it's your like yoga it's, studio. this, like
1: this, this you know, centuries old sort of like old house with old money was saved because of Jub, Jub. balls. This is the Jub. house that Juv balls <laughs> revitalized. <laughs>
0: I would love it. Meanwhile, Caroline Fleming is, like, really opening herself up on television. I love Caroline Fleming, but she's so wacky. She just, like, doesn't live in the same world as us.
1: As anybody. But the thing is, she doesn't do it in this, like, dumb way that sort of Jax does. You know what I mean? Like, shout to Jax and everything. But, like, you know, he's not going to win the Nobel Prize anytime soon.
0: So less likely to win the Nobel Prize than Julie, even. Yes,
1: but, like, he doesn't share the same reality that, that we share. In the same way that Caroline does, but, like, in a completely different way. Because Caroline seems kind of smart and, like, knowledgeable about social stuff in the world around her. She's just kooky.
0: She's just so rarefied that she, like, has, like, the, um, like, she has the ability to be kooky because she doesn't have to worry about some stuff. I, yes. feel, I, I feel like that's, like, a rich person thing where totally. you can, like, indulge your craziness because you don't have to worry about, like, being realistic There's and, There's like no consequences yeah. for
1: being looked at as a crazy person. Right. It's like she, eccentricity is kind of, like, your goal rather than, like, rich.
0: Right. She's already done the rich part. So yes. She's just fleshing out her personality. Yes, exactly. And dating younger men. Okay, so she um, tells us on this episode that she's found someone. She feels like a sixteen-year-old. She's in love.
1: She also tells us that he's well endowed. He's well endowed. Yes, and she also tells us that like, what is it like? This she, she goes way a little TMI about the sex with this guy. Does she ever? Do you know anything else about this man besides the fact that they have sex?
0: No, and I tried to find out by googling, and I couldn't figure it out. That's why
1: I love you as a podcast I partner. just wanted
0: to know who this guy was that so made you so happy. Also, he's older than her boyfriend before him, which I feel like she should have disclosed. The guy mm. that she had, Lord Bentner, the footballer that she, that she had a kid with, was like even younger. So 30 is like step in the right direction. But I've heard
1: nothing about what he looks like, nothing. what he acts like, whether he's smart, whether he's funny. I've heard absolutely nothing about him besides the fact that he has a penis.
0: I couldn't figure it out. It's kind of impressive they kept that a secret.
1: You couldn't figure it out? No. Julia. I know did I, you really try
0: I tried for like 2 minutes that's a lot huh. that's a lot of googling you did can you, do a lot of searches in that time
1: I know you have a theory that the next on is the best part of of not just below deck but sort of most reality shows and I think you're right did you see the next on of ladies of london
0: I didn't cuz I was like I'm obviously watching and I'm excited <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you I don't, you don't need, need it. to
1: tease me here yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> what I, was it
1: it um What someone because you know how, like, someone makes one aside comment in this show, and it gets blown out of proportion. And someone was like, Oh, it's the cougar about to bowl, they go bowling. They're like, Hide the kids, here comes the cougar. And then she takes offense that it's like hiding your children, like, just because I date a 30 year old, it's like, Girl, like.
0: Calm down. Come
1: on, man. Like, no one's, no one's saying that you're, like, a sexual predator, okay? <laughs> like, we're just saying that you're dating a young person.
0: Uh, One other note, and then we can move on. Marissa and her husband, like, they had, like, just kind of, like, a pointless segment where they're, like, we are, we're so well-connected in the hospitality and restaurant industry that when we go to restaurants, we get to sit at the chef's table. And, like, ordinarily, that's cool, and it's, like, usually like, a private dining room or something. And they were, went to some restaurant, and then they were, like, walked downstairs, and they they sat at the quote-unquote chef's table they were just sitting in the kitchen. It wasn't even yes. a good restaurant, a good table. Excuse it, what, me.
1: What it clearly was was we're not going to allow you to shoot on the dining room floor because we respect our establishment and we have actual customers that want to come and eat here like they always have. So we're just going to have to tuck you away somewhere else. Let's put you in the kitchen and call it the chef's table.
0: Yeah, Marissa and her husband are actually successful though. Like the nightclubs that he owns are very hip with like royals and British celebrities. I forget really? what's called for him, but yeah, they're actually successful. There's four bumpkin locations, which is a lot. That's a lot. I think the hot dog place Top Dog is doing well, Mm -hmm. Um, but the real so I was I just wanted to know if everyone was like actually rich or not. So
1: do you have a power rankings?
0: Um, not completely because I didn't do a full. You have an idea. Well, I think that Juliet is the least rich. Well, actually, it's not true. Julie and her husband might be uh, around the same, but they have. Titles.
1: We don't know exactly whatever, but like, give me just like your general findings I'm after doing see- a financial I'm analysis. Put
0: Juliet and her husband Gregor at the bottom mm-hmm. because they don't have a title. And they're not that rich. Like they, his his estimated net worth on CelebrityNetWorth.com is like six million. For
1: CelebrityNetworth. dot I just don't yeah. believe it at all. Like it's I think that like you have to give or take like twenty million.
0: Sure, but I think mean, he uses a barometer. If we're, if we're yeah. applying it to yes. everyone, it is
1: apples to apples. Yeah. Celebrity net worth versus celebrity net worth yeah. metric. Like it's not the actual metric, but at least you can it's some sort of comparison. <laughs> this
0: is like such a nice shout out for Celebrity Net Worth. They should thank us. Um, anyway. So they're like worth he works in like communications, like new technology. Mm -hmm. Like rich people stuff, but not like rich. Like
1: You never know. Like communication new technology could mean like, oh, I'm the next Steve Jobs, or it could mean like I'm a mafioso and that's what I say.
0: He works for a company based in Sweden that has like a new like streaming cable box thing. Isn't that every company in Sweden? Isn't that every
1: single company in Sweden?
0: I'm very happy (laughs) with my Roku in one room and Chromecast in another, so I don't need
1: that. Yes. yes. Um,
0: and then Caroline Stanberry's husband works in private equity, which is like where all these like secretly really rich guys work. Yeah. And yeah. he recently sold his stake in some like very well established European company to become a primary like new investor in a fund based in Kazakhstan. So make that what you will. Uh, these are,
1: I think, like, the Kazakhs, I don't know this for a fact, obviously, because I'm not, like, a, a millionaire European. But I feel like there are places like the like the Cayman Islands here or, yeah. you know what I mean, where you can sort of, like, quote, unquote, hide your money. And I feel like in Europe there are these, like, safe havens. Like, you know, people all talk about Geneva and people always talk about, like, these places. And yeah. I think that a lot of that is going on there.
0: Definitely. And so Caroline might not be rich from Gift Library, but I think her family still does have money. So they're they're doing pretty good. I think the
1: fact that she had Gift Library for as long as she did and she ran it the way that she did is a good indicator that she's very rich. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but her, her father left the board of advisors of Gift Library a yeah. year before it, it fell apart. Imagine <laughs> that <may> conversation have- <laughs> at, at Thanksgiving dinner. They don't have Thanksgiving at Christmas dinner where it's like, Dad, like you quit my company. He's like, yeah, I did. She, he's like, of course I did. I don't want that tarnishing my reputation
0: it's almost like insider trading like he knew it was gonna fail because <laughs> yes. was his own daughter <laughs> yes unfair so she's she's pretty rich it just explains a lot of it but these you know shout out to all these ladies i, I just love this show it's i like this so show too stupid, if you don't watch it, it like
1: don't have expectations that high like the, i think part of the reason we enjoy it is because it did kind of like come out of nowhere and is slightly interesting
0: slightly interesting and again, like for me, it just fulfills so many cliches and stereotypes about like London society that like, I, it, it's great. Like it plays into what to an American's imagination, but I, I appreciate it.
1: I appreciate it too. Blow deck.
0: Blow deck. You know, I'm, so, I'm still waiting for these theatrics that they are teasing for us in the, in the, uh.
1: I'm telling you, when I watched the This Season On, I was not impressed.
0: No, it's just it's a, it's it seems like they just kind of messed up at casting. So they haven't they got rid of Don and they brought in Dane. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid! Like use make him use a fake name. It's too confusing. Anyway, <laughs> Dane has like a drinking problem. Oh
1: he, yeah, he
0: used to like was like sitting by himself just like drinking liquor. And like he became unintelligible. He was slurring his words to a degree where he couldn't speak. He was basically going jub, 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 jump. <laughs>
1: yes, he was like, jump,
0: jump, 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 jump. Jub. jub, jub, <laughs> jub, jub,
1: jub, jub. <laughs> but like he wanted to really engage with people that walked yeah. by him. So he was in like the crew galley with like a bottle of jack, I think, or I think something. So. And uh he was past the point of like, oh, you're gonna remember this or whatever. And it was like people would come down and kind of like just like poke the bear a little bit and then leave because he was, it seemed like he was in like a through fair to get from one place to the other You had to like pass the jub-jub yeah. jub guy and every time someone had to walk past the jub-jub guy they had footage of it and he had to like sort of jub-jub at them for a while and they were like oh you're hammered Dane like go away but it, it was a it wasn't like a night out at the bar where he had one too many shots with friends like we've all kind of done that but it was like one of those like just me here with my bottle of Jack in yeah. the galley
0: it was alarming
1: It wasn't alarming so much. It was like, ooh, like maybe next time we have a night off and we decide to stay on the boat, you know what I mean? Like we should just give him like course Lights, you know?
0: (laughs) Beer only. Yeah. It was like you're you're,
1: you're at like a wedding where they're trying to save the money. You know what I mean? You're you're at a wine and beer wedding.
0: (laughs) Mm, How do you feel about a wine and beer wedding?
1: I actually like it. It, it's actually not just a money thing. Sometimes it's like, look, man, let's let's just not get this too out of control. That's you know? a really good
0: point. Also, yeah. I feel like kinda, you kind of you can fit, you can do a theme around wine and beer in a nice way. Yes, you can like pick like you know craft beers or whatever. Not that I know anything about that, but so that's yeah. a great but idea. You, yeah,
1: you can definitely do that. But it does kind of curb the like, okay, like at least everyone's gonna keep their clothes no, on. Sh- no shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: speaking of preferences for drinks, the charter guests this week had very specific food requests. Such that he wanted a menu printed for each meal. Mm-hmm. Surprised even have a printer on board.
1: I love that they have a printer on board, and of course, I Kate is perfect at, at like you know making a word document look like a menu and be hoity toity. But like this guy clearly didn't care about the weather. He didn't care about the jet skis. He didn't care about. He wasn't like hey, give me Don Julio like 1942 or whatever. He was like, I want to eat well. That's my focus. Everybody knew it, even the chef. And then what happened?
0: then, Leon didn't even get the right food.
1: Didn't get any food.
0: And he he tried to use the fact that it was coming from Florida as an excuse. Last time I checked, Miami has great food.
1: But here's the thing, is the six Ps. Prior planning prevents piss poor performance.
0: Did John Wooden say that?
1: I think so, maybe. My buddy (laughs) Arthur Warren's uncle said that. That's where I got it from.
0: (laughs) I'm just (laughs) joking. Uh,
1: Yes. But I think some, it's not, obviously, I don't think it's an Arthur Warren's uncle original. But it's like dude like you know this guy is is food focused so like just plan it out and get it together instead it seemed like he was getting like dinner brought in while he was cooking lunch
0: he was just not diligent didn't do his job to the fullest do you know who does kate kate kate's really good at what she does
1: kate is the best at what she does i would hire kate to do anything in the world
0: are you looking forward to rocky and um eddie hooking up next week very much so (laughs) let's get heated up here, guys. It
1: is happening because Eddie has basically broken up with his girlfriend.
0: Who
1: knows what's happening? Yeah. I think you kind of, like, it's like going on the real world like you kind of break up when you for go a on, when you shop. go no for a charter season. Oh. I think for charter season it's sort of like yeah, we're going to we're going to break up.
0: It does suck if you're stuck on a boat with no one you're attracted That's to. That's the
1: thing is I feel like so Eddie's girl has a lot more like adultery options than <laughs> yes, he does.
0: He has absolutely. very
1: limited adultery options, but he still figures it out with Rocky.
0: Yeah, like he just uh, she was the only one he could really go for and I feel like he waited out the Emil storm. He imploded, yep. and now it's going to be Eddie's time. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that turns out to be as juicy as it seems.
1: Connie? No? Eh. Kate? No?
0: I don't know. It doesn't seem like Eddie's cup of tea. You know Kate and Amy were out because he already knows them. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if
0: it didn't happen the first Charter season, like, I feel like, yeah. Why would it happen then? Not that likely. Because, yeah. like, she, she was available then. He could have broken up with his girl for, what's her name, Amy.
1: Let me guess, you really like the next time on?
0: Yeah, because I'm looking forward to them getting together. Me too. And next time on, a second to a um, epilogue of where the people are now in terms of like credit credit reels on reality TV. I love knowing where people are now. I know you do. It's just like really <laughs> have, important to me.
1: I have an unpopular opinion. Okay. I think that Emil should go the way of Don. What? Like kick him off the boat, man. Oh yeah, just you know like... what I mean. Just swap him out with somebody else. Like, at least Dane is like a drunk and might like you know drown or something. But like this, <laughs> Emil is just gonna say dumb thing after dumb thing.
0: And he just also doesn't do anything. And he uh, he sucks. He's such a such a punchable face. Whoa. I've really turned on you him. You
1: want to punch a meal in the face?
0: I would like someone to. I don't want to. I don't, Matt Barnes. You're I, like,
1: Matt I, Barnes.
0: We're going to get to that.
1: <laughs> You're like, Matt Barnes to get in a speedboat.
0: I don't think go I'd be a good puncher. I've never gotten into it. I've never like thrown a punch. I don't think I'd be good at it.
1: Have you ever taken like a class where you like did that into the bag or like something?
0: kickboxing type yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not really a class type when I go to the gym. No? No. I'm like... It's just I, I feel like I would be a bad. Have fighter. you seen
1: Mark Long at the gym lately?
0: No, I haven't.
1: Really? If you did, would you say hi? For those I think that don't so. know, Mark Long
0: from the Road Rules from the Road challenge. Rules
1: Challenge did a podcast with us. Goes to the same gym as Juliet. He
0: was like, "Why didn't you talk to me?" Yeah.
1: So if you see him there, do you? It's uh, yeah. some time has passed. It's I been like would, a year and four months. I would
0: still talk to him. I think.
1: Do you think he would remember who you are?
0: I think he would pretend to. I think yeah. no, he but he's def- like nice enough that he would pretend to. Yeah. I and think I if would like, say like
1: we once did this interview at ESPN, he'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and kinda not remember.
0: Yeah. I but I I would he he was coming in hot as he told yes. us so many times. Yes. He was a nice guy though, I liked him.
1: Yes, he was very nice. I
0: would I would say hi to him. I mean
1: He would remember you from the party he attended as well.
0: Oh yeah, we have a great great pick together on Instagram. It really <laughs> made me quite happy. Good. Me, him, Johnny Very Bananas, photogenic and man. Wesley.
1: Very fun, energetic man.
0: Yeah, and I was wearing my favorite denim jacket, so it was a great night. Good night. Uh, Moving on. Survivor?
1: Yes. You're in on Survivor. Yes, I'm back in on Survivor. I'm, I'm
0: in, too. I really like the survival. twist of having the immunity um, idol be in the challenge, mm-hmm. but they should make it a little bit harder for the guy to get.
1: I think they're, they're still workshopping it a mm-hmm. little bit.
0: It's a good idea, though.
1: It's a really good idea. Shout
0: out to the producer who was like, let's just mix it up a little I bit.
1: I always love this moment when they're all like poking in. First of all, whenever they go searching for the idol, I'm allergic to bee stings. I just get terrified. <laughs>
0: You are allergic? The,
1: yes, big You're time. like my girl. Exactly. I'm going to die in the middle of the forest. Like What's his name? Macaulay Thomas Culkin.
0: Thomas Jane. James.
1: Macaulay Culkin is his name.
0: Yeah, in, in the Not movie.
1: Thomas James.
0: Thomas Do you remember James. the
1: character name?
0: <laughs> I really liked that movie when it was I was a good,
1: kid. I cried. Yeah, um,
0: the second one was good, too. I, you know they, I had love, a,
1: they had a sequel to My, my girl? girl? too. Yeah.
0: What? Oh, yeah. She comes to L.A. Is it a like...
1: threesome called My Girl's? <laughs>
0: No. No. Uh, <laughs> It'd be funny, my girl, comma two. Tio. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's another dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah I like it. <laughs>
0: uh, no, but it has like a like some Labrea La Brea tar pits, whatever. Who okay. Cares?
1: So, if they're poking around for the idol. I just keep thinking they're gonna poke a hornet's nest. That's all I can think about. Because basically, the idol is always hidden in like it has to the uh, it has to be. Uh, A natural architecture of significance. You know what I mean? It's always like a fork in a tree or a rock pile or something where it's like, where you can explain where to be. It can't just be like a plain old tree in the middle of nowhere. Do you
0: think it'd be someone's job to um, check on the idol every day, like a PA, and make sure it hasn't moved? Or like check Hmm. on like the clue? Because how can, like, what it like like,
1: Yeah, what if one of those jungle cats just like takes the idol for whatever reason? Or a bird uses it as nesting material?
0: What if it gets like, um... You know, like blown away by the wind. Yeah, and then there ends up being two of the same clue. Like, is that? I mean, you know, it's just it is a little something trouble. to me, something to consider. Also, they don't even try giving out clues for the idol. It, now it's you're looking for a clue.
1: Exactly. Look, like one of my favorite moments is when the person finds the idol. It was the dude from Cambridge this week, and Jeremy. He's, I like Jeremy, him. I like him too. Um, And he is so excited because he thinks it's the idol. And he's like, oh, Clue. Clue. You know what I mean? Like, ah. But to your point, it's not very hard to get the idol once you have the Clue.
0: Right. I do like that it's in the challenge, though. It's it's an extra wrinkle. Yes. Um, The uh, description of where it was was confusing, like, I think they could tell that in post it was confusing because they kept like showing you by like highlighting the box. Where in purple. it was, yeah, yeah. I liked that little that little production touch. I felt like it was someone was really like, I want people to understand. Stand,
1: <laughs> where yes, exactly the, where, where, where this we told is. them it was. Yeah. I think what's happened is is that the rest of the cast doesn't know that there are challenge idols. Right. So it's not only is it just too easy to find; it's like no one's even aware that this is a possibility. Because I think like next season. It'll be a little bit more like, right. all right, oh, while we have a challenge, we've got our, like, like, kind of like you hovering around Mariso at a party. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everyone will kind of have, like, an eye on everybody else, but trying to pretend like they don't. You know what I mean?
0: That's the one thing that kind of sucks about Survivor. If you have a great idea, you need to, like, uh, Implement it immediately because and, like, make it happen because then it just, like, gets used up and then becomes, like, a part of the bag of tricks of Survivor for the next season. Yes.
1: And when they split up the tribes this week, they split up the two tribes into three tribes. And everyone on the show now has so much Survivor data that they yeah. can go back to. They're like, well, we're in the minority of a tribe and we all know that they're going to vote us out. It's just kind of like the you know the, the game is, is, got, is more layered now because everyone else knows. They're like, oh, they're going to vote him out first and then me, so I have to go turn this person. It's sort of like... You know, everyone knows each other's tricks.
0: It really worked out well for the producers that PG and Abby remained on the same tribe. Yes, was that just luck?
1: I think so. It's pretty, you it's know. Pretty good luck. There was for the one. Production. Do you remember there was one season, like three or four seasons ago, where there was like a rock switch controversy, where it seemed like Jeff switched a rock oh, on yeah. somebody or something, but like I think that it's so above the board now that it'd be really hard to stack that deck the way they did it. Because
0: that just worked out really well because PG, it was good for fighting with Abby but sh- as a standalone character wasn't that compelling. Yes. Whereas I feel like Savage and Tanya who are on the bottom of that tribe are better TV characters so I, I think it's good they're sticking around longer. Yes. Savage in particular because I feel like people respond to like treat him with a lot of respect so even if he's kind of not that um, I love Carson. Savage. I, I like him too. He's just like he's not like is a it flamboyant. Tanya or Tasha, am I wrong? Tasha, you're right. Yeah, it's Tasha. Okay. Even if even if Savage isn't that like flamboyant, like um, Varner Garant Varner. Yes. When he was like when he was always trying to talk to Wigglesworth, like Savage. We'll get to that in a second. But Savage is like the way people treat him. It's worth keeping him around because he like elicits like certain reactions. That and are interesting.
1: I feel like the profession of lawyer is regarded uniquely in in this environment in survivor. you yeah. know what I mean in survivor because I think people automatically assume that you're cunning automatically assume you're like a good liar automatically Smart. assume you're influential like it's almost like a threat and threatening yeah. you know what i mean was, even like I think lawyer and doctor like in the real world are kind of like Looked at sort of, sort of the same. Sure, but like in the survivor environment, if you're a lawyer or a doctor, you are looked at very differently. Well,
0: it's like your skills, your professional skills, could be put to use. Yes, better. Yes, on survivor. But like
1: almost in like a way that people assume that you're kind of shady.
0: Right, it's not really fair. No, I, come from, I mean, I know a lot of lawyers. Yes. <laughs> um. So then, like the big thing that happened in this episode was the green team loses. Varner tries to talk to his ally Kelly Wigglesworth, who's like now on the purple team. Mm-hmm. And he's like very obviously whispering to her, but he was
1: mouthing words yeah, he to was, her. Here's my question: What's he saying? That's my my thing. Like, what could he possibly say that would advance his game in any way?
0: I don't know. Like, I miss you. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's not.
1: I don't know. Like, it's not exactly like. Uh, You know, like bull Durham, where you're like telling the batter what pitch is coming. Like, I don't know what what I don't know how this could help.
0: I don't know either. Yeah, I think
1: it was more like I want a sandwich. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like totally like like, like, yeah, I would love a club. (laughs) You know, like I didn't know what was he trying to communicate that could give him an advantage or disadvantage. But then Tasha.
0: We got a rat. We, we got, got a rat. rat. <laughs> we got a rat. <laughs> I let you run on the rundown. It's like, he was, like they're in Departed. Yeah, exactly. It was like, there's a rat in here.
1: You know what I mean? It was like Goodfellas or something. A Bronx Tale. It was like, oh, yeah, I smell a rat.
0: The Departed's been on, H- on HBO a lot lately.
1: It's a really good watch. It's really it's good. It's a really good watch. It's long, but once you've seen it once, you can jump, jump in, in, in at any out. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: between the, t- the Departed on HBO... Catch me if you can on TBS and Titanic on like Showtime right now. Leonardo mm-hmm. DiCaprio is like on TV at all times. Did you
1: know what I learn on ESPN Radio? listening to The Levitard Show. What? That Mark Wahlberg was up for the Titanic role.
0: Yeah, and he turned it down, right?
1: I don't know if he turned it down or what happened, but oh. but like it was like if you just like sort of like go back in history, like who? That's a sliding door moment. Totally.
0: I think also Leo was up for the um, Boogie Nights role.
1: Yes, they were so, like sort of at the same time.
0: Yeah, and they both. That yeah. would have
1: been fun if they swapped that.
0: That would been so different.
1: I'm going no, actually no. I'm gonna say they're the exact same movies. I don't think they Mark, are the same movies. No,
0: Mark Wahlberg and Titanic. No way. I think it works. I don't know. I think it works. That young boyish Leo. I had a big crush on him when I was twelve.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure you did. <laughs> do not doubt that. What do you say? Do not doubt that. Yeah.
0: Let's move on. Weird watches. Weird watches. So I'm really into the Great British Bake Off, which in this country is called the Great British Baking Show. Why? I don't know it's why just, that change? Is it a minor change? I don't know.
1: We don't understand what a bake off is over here. Like, that's too complicated for the viewers. They, they have to. It has to be baking show. It's
0: a really weird thing. They they started showing it last season here on PBS, part mm-hmm. of the Sunday Night Block, mm-hmm. which I'm really into. And uh, wait, what? Yeah, they have some. They have like a bunch of masterpiece shows on right now. It's really great
1: wait cbs is sunday night vlog? pbs oh pbs oh i'm sorry so
0: cbs i is thought the, you said cbs they've got the good wife which i also watch okay. and football don't they <laughs> usually have a tuesday a, a sunday game no it's nbc oh yeah because but the good wife is like often preempted whatever anyway good the pbs shows a great british bake-off and i read the daily mail a lot so currently the most recent season of the bake Off just ended in england and it's like the most popular show like in like uh, BBC History. It was originally on BBC Two, which is like ESPN Two, really? and it was so popular that I got bumped up to BBC One. Uh-huh. And it's With like Stephen A. Smith involved, uh, nothing I know of. Now there was Kevin Durant, um, and it's like wildly popular. So it's like covered in the news. Like it's on, if you read like any British newspaper, like Guardian, Daily Mail, Telegraph, like they they talk about it a lot. Um, but, and so it's also on this country right now, but we're one season behind. And I just feel like PBS, like, get with it. You can't do that in this yeah. day and age.
1: Because you're reading Daily Mail. You know what happens in the next right. season. And,
0: like, and it's, like, been so popular. And I think that the characters want... So just, like, want-
1: back it up a little bit. What's happening? They just bake? It's okay. like It's like Top Chef with baking.
0: Kind of. But so... They do their bake each week is a different theme. Anyone the listening to
1: this, Juliet just completely changed her body language, <laughs> b- pushed herself up in her chair and got really excited and it made me happy.
0: I love this show. It's also great to fall asleep to cuz it's like so calming and soothing. It's very it's almost like a parody what? of a British TV show. <laughs> and uh so each week they have a challenge like tray bakes or like traditional like tea cookies like very Brit- very british things mm-hmm. and scones they each have a station in under this like gigantic tent like it looks like a wedding tent like in like some like in the countryside somewhere it's crazy it's like not even inside and each episode is just like over the course, it's like almost in real time. It's over the course of a few hours. And in between episodes, they go home. They take the train home. Like, it's not like they've signed oh, up. Oh,
1: they don't have to like live in an apartment no. and like do the whole Top Chef thing. So
0: it kind of makes it even more amazing that like they do have like. Do we know, follow
1: them home and stuff? And you like, get, see like their, you get like, like life? segments on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's not like fully immersive. It's more like dropping in and out of them. This is their job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's just like funny to me that they get a break. Like, it's just a totally different mindset for a reality Much show. Much cheaper. Much cheaper. Much
1: cheaper. Just to have like a this oh, every show, shoot, you shoot for four hours every like every few days.
0: This show is like probably the lowest budget of like ever BBC production, and of course
1: it's the highest it's rated. highest rated. Yeah,
0: and I mean they do do good casting. Also, the point is for it's supposed to be the home baker, so it's not professional bakers. Which is like people who like to oh
1: I love it when they do that on these in shows. their personal time yeah, yeah so it's yeah, like all, yeah. that's
0: what all these people are so it's a lot of like human interest stories and it's just like it's just really well done and um and there's two hosts like these two women and then there's two judges who like come around uh, like an older woman who is very sassy and this guy who's like usually well I didn't think it was going to be very good but actually and in in a British accent and it's what's just the most great. delicious
1: thing you've seen on the show.
0: They've done some trifles that look really good. Trifles? Like, you know those big glass dishes It looks like a gigantic cocktail cup? And then it has, like, layers, and you can see through it because it's glass. And
1: it's sort of like a like a moussey like, sort of a
0: thing? Kind of. It's also usually, um, like, fruit involved and different textures like for parfait? each layer. Like a parfait? Kind of yes, or also like a seven-layer layer dip. I've
1: never heard of a oh, I like those. I've never heard of a trifle it's though.
0: A, it's British. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, it's just a it's just a great show. Very relaxing, calming, and it's just like it's very lovely. It's a nice, Good. nice, tidy package. N-
1: not relaxing. Not calming. Not lovely, not in a tight package, is my weird watch black ink. I can't divorce black ink. I'm just so involved in it.
0: VH1's like in your life.
1: It really is. I watched She Got Game.
0: You do? Yes. You're still watching it? I'm
1: still watching that show.
0: Who's he down to? Like who are the options?
1: I have I didn't seen this week's, but like he's definitely he started with like 13 or 14 women and it was like there's 11 that you could just tell but just like didn't have what it takes right. you know what i mean so he's got it down to like a reasonable group now because there was a couple in the group before we were like what like How- that dude that, she's not dating the game
0: do you think it's written into his contract that he has to stay with whoever wins for no because of he's time? dating
1: someone else now oh he is Who yeah. is he dating? i don't know but who knows in his like the game's life but like there's been pictures of him with not Women from She Got Game. Who would have thought that this reality show would lead out. to some sort of lifelong union?
0: How We Do by the Game was my ringtone my freshman year of college. Are you going to sing it? No.
1: Can I sing it? Sure. No.
0: Let's go to news. Okay. We got a really. This is a big one. Big one. Gloria Goban was on Bassel Wives. So this is officially a mm-hmm. reality TV this news. This is
1: reality TV news.
0: Uh, you may have heard about it. may not have. So here's the, the brief story.
1: I'm really excited for you to do like the facts-only news read.
0: Facts-only.
1: Facts-only. Or as we understand them, because the facts have changed Alleged in the last facts. 24 hours. Yeah. Here's
0: what we know for sure. And then we'll get to what has changed.
1: We know nothing for sure. Here's what, here's what we've heard. Here's, here's what's what been changed. reported. Yeah. yeah, here's what's been reported.
0: Derek Fisher, co- uh, coach of the New York Knicks, yep. former Los Angeles Laker, winner of... Mm-hmm. Three championships or five? I can't remember what team. He was on, I don't know which of those teams he was on. Might just actually be yeah. two. Whatever. He was at on the Lakers championships teams with Kobe, and um.
1: Was he on the Spurs championships
0: team or something? No, he went to he went to Utah and then Golden point.
1: State, and he was in the finals. Yeah. Not uh, important. None of this important. What's important is
0: <laughs> he was at the home of Gloria Govan, mm-hmm. who is the estranged wife. Of also former Laker Matt Barnes, I believe
1: they're still technically married. Yeah, but they're the divorce separated. Yeah.
0: they have two twins together, or one set of twins, Isaiah and Carter Barnes. They're really cute. You could check. They have a uh, Barnes Boys Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. Very adorable. And um, Derek Fisher was there on Saturday night, and um, somehow Mark, Matt Barnes came over. Yes. It, and he got into a physical alter- altercation
1: with Derek, Fisher. with Derek
0: Fisher. Mm-hmm. And it's been reported that both men had scrapes and perhaps some bleeding.
1: Oh, where did you hear? I didn't read that part. I
0: read that either in the poster or ESPN. Ah, can't remember which one. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, they had a physical alter- altercation. Yes. So originally, it was reported that Matt Barnes drove from Santa Barbara, where the Grizzlies were having training camp, mm-hmm. ninety miles to like storm into the house. That mm-hmm. he has since refuted that, saying he was training camp was over and he had he said today to this was on ESPN that he Facetime with his twins and they seemed upset
1: that Derek was there. They're like
0: mom's friends. Derek is here and they were mm-hmm. un- unhappy about it. So then he drove the fifteen minutes to his ex, or soon-to-be ex-wife's house. And that's how he ended up there. Um, That's where we are. And? And... It's a bad look for both Derek Fisher and It's just and not and fun Beth to Barnes. talk about, right?
1: Because it's like, all what you want to talk about is all speculation and like theorizing and come up with hypothetical things that maybe did happen, but it's not really fair to do that with two like grown human beings oh, and yeah. we have no idea what happened. So it is kind of weird to like address it into a microphone. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a huge story. Like NBA Twitter was like freaking out over it. There's been like updates and addendums.
1: Yes, um, and it was like there's one on one side. It's like, oh, Matt Barnes is this enraged, crazy person just like, you know, driving 200 miles, you know, an hour down 95 miles to go, you know what I mean, like storm the castle. And then there's another part. He's like, oh, yeah, like I was worried about my kids. Right. You know what I mean? And like where the truth lies. It's like, I have no idea.
0: And then Derek Fisher. I don't know where Nick's training camp was, but I don't think it was in California. I I
1: believe I read that he had permission from the team to go back.
0: Because his family's here. Because
1: his family is here. Yes.
0: Um. And then he was late for, tri- for practice on Monday. And he said it was because of the plane. That's the official reason why. If um, only we could
1: check on to see if the plane was on time. Or not. <laughs> if only that was possible.
0: I don't know. It's just a bad look for both of them. And I feel like, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to say. But That's the just, thing. It's,
1: it's difficult just, It's difficult to have the fun conversation about it because it's unfair to the human beings involved. Because the fact that matter is, enough. we don't know what happened.
0: Also, I'm not a parent. And I just, but I just think that like when you have your kids involved, it's just different. Like it kind of changes the scenario. So it's less fun to joke about with. Matt Barnes, just kids involved. Also, like one thing I read, which I don't know if this is true, is the only reason they stopped fighting was because one of the kids was like crying or was yes. upset, I was like asking them not to, and that's like a very sad scene, like a seven-year-old being very totally. upset because there was a fight going out of their house. Like that's horrible. So it That's, is. that's the kind of thing, like, like you know, that would scar you. And you this is remember real that real life. life, yeah, of yeah. course, you
1: would totally remember that, like affecting children, and we don't even know what happened. And like you think about it, and I'm just like saying this, like when you look at it on the rundown, like oh, I can't wait to talk about this, but then you start talking about it. Mm-hmm. And you're know. like, ah, this is just bad. Let's move on to like have some fun talking about the next news item.
0: Particularly because there's just like no right, and no wrong here because we don't know enough, and it looks bad for everyone. Like yes. everyone involved comes off poorly.
1: Yes, except for the kids. Except for the kids, like, yeah, they're like, kids. What do they do. They're
0: yeah. really cute. Check them out on Instagram. Yeah. All right. Next. This is a fun one. Good. Chris Souls of The Bachelor from the Farmer from Iowa, mm-hmm. Prince Farming, was courtside at a preseason Knicks game with potentially his new GF, Rumor Willis.
1: Okay, but it's. Be clear, like they were on the same season of Dancing with the Stars, so they do have a reason to know each other and have each other's names in their phones. Instant. They didn't just like pop up and make this public no. appearance. But what I found most alarming about this... Was the matching motorcycle jackets.
0: <laughs> I, okay, it I, was just
1: so obvious.
0: You, I feel like you don't like men in motorcycle jackets. No, I do. Just, just you didn't like last week, Fred. I, and
1: Fred did, just didn't fit. It was did just it like, didn't, didn't work with his look. Okay, I you like know what I mean. It's, I think I, it's I, I, a great look. I, I, I think that Chris Soules especially looks good in leather jackets because he's like that like farmer guy.
0: Not, how many words a minute do you think he says? Like, what is his or, or a day? It's point. What's the four. average? Like,
1: no, oh, less like point two.
0: He speaks so little. I'm just like, why is anyone dating this dude? But now I understand why he broke up with Whitney. Is he obviously just wanted? He's going for fame. And
1: don't those there are certain couples that work really well where it's like silent dude, super talkative chick, or vice versa. Like that does work. In in you know, we all have that like sort of couple friend that does that. Sure. But these jackets, man. Like if you're gonna sit. You know you're going to be seen if you sit courtside at MSG, even if they are playing, like, Barcelona or yes, whatever. They, whatever they game. Play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know you're going to be seen. You know that there are professionals there that just take pictures of people in the front row, and those pictures end up in us weekly. Like, this is a known thing. So this could be just an arranged PR thing, or it could be, like, coming out as a couple. But in both scenarios, you cannot both wear these ridiculous leather jackets. Right. Like, it's something... Like so, must...
0: she, and also, hers was better, so I feel like he should have just deferred. Yes. She had a more, like, her whole look was a, a bigger commitment to, like, punk rock. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I feel like she should have won should have seen out. her... And been like, oh, like, I'm, I'm just going to take off my jacket and just lay it across my lap.
0: He didn't do that, though.
1: No, he didn't do that at all.
0: Moving on. ABC Family's rebranding. be called Freeform.
1: Okay, we did not prepare this before the podcast. Okay. But let's just try to come up with a better idea and put like t- 30 seconds on the clock.
0: Okay. Does ABC have to be involved in the title? No, but
1: clearly not.
0: Okay. Um, um,
1: oh, God. I'm not good at this.
0: I don't know. Like the meetup. Like I don't. know. I'm just thinking like teams.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to think of too. <laughs> like,
0: like, like, like cafeteria or like. Oh yeah. Like that's actually kind of a good name. The for The cafeteria. A cafeteria. Yeah. It's Lots we've got of a offerings. bunch of different
1: stuff. Yeah, that's it. Cafeteria. Cafeteria.
0: Would done. Be better. And it's
1: also like a school thing. Yeah. You like, uh, yeah. Teenagers
0: done. like would understand that. There
1: you go. It took us 25 seconds, and by us I mean you. 25 seconds to come up with a better name.
0: I just I like to come up with like watershed names for things. Like I don't. I mean whatever. Watershed. Just sort of like. Very, like, um, open-ended terms that could then be applied to, like, various things for different meanings. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Okay. One of the sister wives got catfished by a woman pretending to be a man. So the first sister
1: wife. Wait, first of all, what could I possibly add to that sentence to make it any better? Just read it again.
0: (laughs) One of the sister wives got catfished by a woman pretending to be a man.
1: Let's move on to the next one.
0: Okay. (laughs) That's so (laughs) perfect. (laughs) Jax is suing someone else. This time it's a teeth whitening company.
1: I would love nothing more. Than to have the recorded phone calls between Jax and his lawyer. Because I just feel like they kind of spitball this stuff.
0: The only person I hate more than Jax is his lawyer who's going to take the stuff off. Yeah, him. I
1: just feel like they spitball this stuff. I feel like they like they're like good friends that like have like, you know, egg white omelets in the morning and they're like, so, like, uh, can you come up with anything today, Jax? And he's like, I did try this teeth whitening stuff once.
0: They spent less time coming up with his latest lawsuit than ABC family did with their new name free form. Perfect. Thanks for listening.
1: You can subscribe to us on iTunes, The Right Reasons, and we also have another podcast called
0: Food News, which you can listen to on Mondays. Please subscribe to that one as well. Thanks for listening, and have a fantastic weekend. Thank
1: you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes, or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.